What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew, coming to you with another episode of The Founder's Journal, my public diary where I document the most impactful experiences in running a media startup as a first-time co-founder. Today, we talk about offsites. That sounds like the most boring topic ever, but I promise you it's not. It was my first offsite, and I learned a ton from it. Producer Josh, who you'll hear on the podcast as well, he joins the podcast every day, but he was also part of the offsite, so you'll hear his perspective as well. Let's get into it. All right, you've got seven takeaways. We'll keep it brief. We'll jump right in. Kick us off. Let's do it. First takeaway from the offsite, um, and I just want to you know give a little bit of context quickly on what the offsite was. Nine o'clock to five o'clock, we had a Zoom meeting with Morning Brew senior leadership. Uh, there are nine of us where we talked about the biggest issues as a company and also reflecting on our 90-day goals from the first quarter, but also thinking about our one-year plan moving forward. First takeaway, people say long meetings suck. But my personal perspective from this meeting was long meetings don't suck. Long, ineffective, disorganized meetings suck. If you can have an organized meeting that focuses on the right things, that has a clear agenda, if it takes eight hours, but it is it is staying focused and it is staying relevant and important, then it was meant to take eight hours. So I think long meetings are a cop-out for disorganized meetings that aren't run the right way. Takeaway number two. So while this this eight-hour meeting was really interesting, and I think it, it provoked a lot of good thinking and discussion with senior leaders, I believe that post-meeting actions are the most important thing that happens, uh, and they're more important than the actual stuff that goes on in the meeting. You know, the meeting is all about aligning on strategy for the next 90 days uh, and next year. So... Now we need to actually focus on executing on this strategy um, and continuing to bring up the points and issues that we brought up in today's eight-hour meeting in every one of our weekly senior leadership meetings. And the second part is there were nine people in this meeting. We have 40 people at Morning Brew. We need to make sure we are clearly communicating the most important outcome from this meeting to the entire organization, or it's as if they didn't happen. And so post-meeting actions are as important as in-meeting actions. Completely agree. Number three, Th- this is uh, this is a short one. So eight hours sounds like a lot. We literally started this offsite at nine a.m. We finished it at five p.m. and we went literally to the last minute. And so you would think that eight hours is a shit ton of time. But what, what I at least I realized when we got to five p.m. is you still don't get to everything. There was so much good stuff about issues brought to the surface that we've never talked about before eight hours wasn't even enough time to talk about the most important things in the business. And so I think it just gives perspective where time isn't the best gauge. And there's still a ton of stuff we need to hash out that hopefully we will as senior leadership over the coming weeks and months. How do you think we did today on picking what was important? I think we did a good job of picking what was important. Um, I think we got sidetracked a little bit. Um, I think we spent a little bit too much of the early hours of the meeting talking about things that could have been done more quickly. So I would say like four and a half of the eight hours were spent on things that probably could have been done in two and a half hours. And so I would have rather talked about key issues for five to five and a half hours of the meeting. All right, next takeaway. Next one. We still had a list of 15 key issues to discuss at the end of the offsite. 
So the way that this offsite was run was in the beginning, we talked about the core values of the company. We talked about the vision of the company. Each of us went around and shared what was the, uh, our most proud moment personally and professionally over the last 90 days. What are our expectations for the meeting? What do we think is working at Morning Brew? What do we think is not working at Morning Brew? And then we focused the rest of the meeting on talking about the key issues in the company. And basically, these key issues were a list we created together, uh, basically crowdsourcing everyone's thoughts on key issues. There were 19 key issues on the list that we formed as a group in the beginning. We got to four of them, and there were 15 key issues remaining that we didn't even get to touch. And those you know, ranged from hiring to diversity in the organization to our content strategy, things that are really important that we didn't get to. And what this said to me is that we are spending time on superficial issues in our weekly leadership meetings if we have so many pent up issues that now we have to talk about. And so I am challenging us to talk about more important things in our weekly meetings because we have 15 things now that we need to get to. That's a good point. The next is having a meeting leader to keep time, maintains an agenda, and pushes conversation back on track is key. In today's meeting, Austin, <clears throat> my co-founder and COO of Morning Brew, was the meeting leader. And what I've just realized in seeing well-run meetings, not just in the offsite, but in our company over the last several months, one of the key differences between a good meeting and a bad meeting is if there's someone running the meeting or not. If you do not have someone running a meeting, you can expect it is not going to be an efficiently run meeting. All right, what's next? Second to last. Revisiting goals and particularly revisiting failed goals is such a good learning experience. So part of today's offsite is us looking at what we call rocks. Um, and that's basically just jargon for our goals, our 90-day goals as senior leadership. And so part of today was revisiting our goals as senior leaders from Q1, the, the first quarter of 2020, so between January uh, and March. And um, what I found to be particularly enlightening is when I look back at my four specific goals for the 90 days, I, I hit two of my goals and two of my goals I failed to meet. It was the two goals that I failed to meet that taught me way more about myself, how I approach goal setting, how I organize my time than the two goals that I did meet. And so I think setting up a process in which you're not only goal setting, but you are revisiting the goals that you set almost setting up post-mortems is the most important experience. And I learned a lot today about how I'm going to set goals moving forward. Last one, setting your intention for the meeting is key in dictating your meeting behavior. So one of the things that we had to do to prep for the meeting, as I said, was telling everyone what our expect expectation was for the meeting. And I'm going to just quickly share what my expectation was. My expectation is that we feel a bit of awkwardness in this meeting. If we feel awkwardness, it means that there's tension. If there's tension, it means that we're calling attention to things that should be called attention to. I believe we are all level-headed enough and have enough mutual respect for everyone here that we can break through this tension and awkwardness and find that these moments of discomfort will lead to breakthroughs for us as a team, but also for all of the individuals involved. Basically, a long-winded way of saying that we all have backbones, we all respect each other, and we should be okay disagreeing and saying what we're not doing well, and we know that it's all in the effort of driving things forward. And so what I really liked about today is we didn't sugarcoat things, 
we talked about things in terms of our perspective and what we thought was broken and how we're going to fix it. And I really appreciated how every single person in senior leadership didn't personalize this feedback, but took it as an opportunity to explore how can we get better. On top of awkwardness, what other feelings did you feel throughout the day? Uh, I was tired at times because we were staring at a screen for uh, eight hours. Uh, I felt sick at one point because in the middle of our eight-hour meeting, I worked out and threw up and then went back to the meeting. Um, I felt energized because I feel like we have an amazing senior leadership team with people that truly embody the values of our business and that, that want to win and want to win the right way by providing value to our audience. Um, I don't know. At times, I felt self-conscious, but in a good way, because I felt like I was surrounded by really smart people that after I asserted my point would assert another point that I actually think was a better manifestation of the point I was trying to make. And so it's both a, a, a weird feeling, but also such a cool feeling to be surrounded by people that are pushing me to be the best, best version of myself because I'm not always right. And these people are smarter in so many more domains than I am. But the feeling that I ended the meeting with was one of excitement because I feel like there is 90% alignment on where we want to take this business over the next year. This was, uh, this was around the horn from the Founders Journal. Alex and Josh coming to you live. Morning Brew's first offsite, I would consider a success. I don't know if I talked through seven or eight takeaways, but uh, it was a really eye-opening experience. I guess uh, that's what happens when you spend eight hours in a chair talking to a group of uh, eight other people. I really enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed this episode too. I will catch you on Monday. Wait, no. Will I catch them on Monday? Yeah. yeah. Monday, Tuesday, we'll figure it out. I'll catch you at some point next week. I hope you have a great long weekend. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.